Okay, so before I get started with this episode, I just kind of want to reiterate what dorm life is really about. So originally it was just going to be about school, and I was thinking of dividing this podcast into two podcasts just because I really want to talk about more intimate stuff or at least more personal stuff just about me or just about people in general. So I'm just going to keep it the same, honestly. So dorm life is going to stay. So that's what it's going to be about. Just talking about general stuff, college stuff, or just like personal stuff, you know, like change or, you know, like depression and stress and stuff like that and just go with it. So that's really just what dorm life is about now at this point. So let's get into the episode. Now change. Let's start talking about that. So I just want to start out by saying that if you Google change, the definition that Google gives you is to make or become different. Now, personally, like I myself have never um, considered myself to have changed significantly over these past couple of years until recently, you know, that some very close people in my life were like, yeah, you are completely different. <laughs> You're not the same person that I met. And I was like, no way. Like, that's not true. But it's, I, I think it's true. You know, because the me from several years ago, yeah, it, it's very different. It's a very different person compared to the young adult, the young man that I am now. You know, so needless to say, a lot has definitely changed. And that's going to be the focus of this episode. So, you see, that person that I once was, was even a person that, that was changed. You know, I was, originally, I want to say that I was a very social uh, very energetic kid you know I was I had friends I, I would go out you know I, I was pretty popular in like school and stuff like that but then like the the, po- the person that I want to focus on that me that I want to focus on he became me because of just my weird uh, it's not really weird I want to say it's more like a rough just background because here l- let's just get started with this then I come from a background where I grew up in a household, which is like, okay, you had a family, you had, you know, you had your mom and dad, but the thing is, um, and this is probably true for many people, honestly, you know, there was a lot of domestic violence in my house. You know, I thought that this was pretty normal when I was a kid. I didn't think too much of it because I was like, oh, well, I mean, I think every family goes through this stuff. But then obviously now 13 years later, um, it, it it's not normal, or at least like the the stuff that I went through. No, it's not normal. <laughs> it's definitely not normal, because the thing is, you know, when you think of domestic violence, you think, okay, well, that's probably there's like hitting, you know, like obviously it's violence. So you know, like hitting, maybe like throwing some stuff or something. Maybe like someone threw a bottle at someone, or you know, just like actual like physical contact with with the other person and then there was that obviously uh in my house but then my house was more twisted or it was just more demented it was dangerous you see i was fearful of my life at the time because the thing is well you're thinking okay well yeah they hit each other and stuff no there was there was more say for example and i remember this one very vividly back in the day or even to this day it's kind of a memory that still hasn't gone away where it's uh i remember like my dad grabbed the knife and he basically almost stabbed my mom with it and then he was like yeah i'm gonna kill you and then i'm gonna kill you which was me and then obviously as a uh i want to say i was probably like nine years old at the time i was like no way like i was like i'm gonna die 
I was fearful. I remember I would like sit in my room on my bed and I would just sit there and think, okay, am I going to wake up tomorrow or am I going to wake up to see someone, uh, you know, like covered in a pool of blood, someone just dead or like mutilated or something because, you know, one of them decided to act upon that threat that they actually, you know, said they would do. So that was that. And then one other thing that's pretty crazy to think about, honestly, is, um, so here's the thing. I know it's going to sound pretty crazy. It, it is crazy. Even to this day, I still can't get my mind off of it that this stuff happened, but, and it's not really related to like domestic violence, but there was, um, a lot of, uh, witchcraft stuff in my house in the sense that, um, I remember like my mom would like find and it, it's very freaky to think about it because I don't know what it was but there was like a stocking I remember this one there was like a stocking in our front porch right and I was like okay well it was around Christmas time when this happened obviously so I was like okay that's a stocking I was about to grab it but then my mom was like no don't touch it and then she grabbed a stick and then what do you know she like flipped it over right and then like there was this like black black thing like I don't know what it was honestly I still can't I, I can't tell you what it was because I just don't know what it is and then there was this tissue and it was just covered in blood like it was literally blood like you could tell it was blood and not just like ketchup or anything else because blood has a distinct color honestly so I was like okay this is weird this is some weird stuff and I even to this day I'm like I don't believe in that stuff personally but I'm just like why like why was that involved I mean my dad's my dad's family you know like they're they they believe in that stuff a lot so i guess you know they were like yeah we'll we'll get in this way so then there was that and i i I grew up through years of that like you could not believe the stuff that i had to go through like like i had to go through like these cleanings and stuff like where they pass like all these like like eggs and like it's like special i don't think it was even holy water it was just like some weird like water stuff right or like i remember like sometimes like my mom would be like okay like you got to take this stuff and it would smell nasty like it was like someone just like poured bleach all over me like it was this like really nasty smell and then she was like you have to stay like that for a whole day and then the thing is like it, it was a very potent smell so you could t- like you could smell it from like miles away honestly and then my mom would say, okay, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta wear all white to school, like, everything white, I'm talking, like, white socks, white shoes, like, white, um, like, white underwear, like, you know, everything, like, even if I wore a hat, it had to be white, so then I was, like, looking like this, like, godly person over there wearing all white, and I had to go like that, and then smelling, like, I remember, like, sneakily, like, when she wasn't looking, like, I would, like, run, or, like, try to, like, shampoo my hair, at least, or, like, put on cologne just to be like try to hide the smell even though I kind of knew there was no point because I was just so embarrassed that you know I would sit in school and then everyone was looking at me because I was like this weird kid like wearing all white and smelling weird so yeah there's stuff like that so and obviously the biggest one was obviously um domestic violence and that kind of shaped who I became for probably the last when I was like around 13 14 till probably like 18 honestly yeah so for like five years i was this this weird person because the thing is you know obviously there's scientific studies that have shown results that adolescents that go through domestic violence are 
um, you know, affected. And I'm surprised that I didn't get affected in the way that I became violent or I became aggressive because that's not true. I never became that. Like, I was never violent with people. I was never aggressive or, like, very, like, toxic with people. I just kind of changed into this person, excuse me, that was just um, quiet, shy. Uh, I was not trusting of anyone. You know, I, I really thought that everyone was judging me. And I kept to myself. I went from being this like very social, very popular kid to becoming a just a person that was like in the background, you know. And then obviously other things happened too. Like I stopped caring about like my um, physical uh, appearance. So, you know, I let, I let go of my hair. Like my hair was all long. Like it didn't have any like shape or form to it. Um, I gained a significant amount of weight where, you know, it caused me to have to like get bigger size waist for my pants and you know getting like larger sizes for my shirts and all that stuff so then my self-esteem just dropped obviously from that and that wasn't good so then that with like the weight gain obviously that was not a good combo and then the thing is like also the people I was surrounding myself with were not exactly like the best people to be with in the sense that they were like worse or like they were just making who I was at the time, so shy, antisocial, blah, 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 even worse, like, I remember, I don't, I'm not gonna call them out directly, but I've known this kid, well, I, used to, I used to know, I don't really talk to him anymore, I used to know this kid, uh, we met in kindergarten, um, he was always, like, a video game type of person, you know, he didn't really like to go out, uh, very scared of doing things outside, it was, like, really weird, so I would hang out with him, and then anything that I wanted to do that was like, hey, let's go to the mall or like, let's go do this stuff. He was like, no, 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 let's just like sit here and play video games. And then I'd be like, OK, fine. So that's all we would do. So obviously I got no social uh, interactivity, I guess. I didn't interact with anyone. I was just kind of there with him playing video games and not talking to each other. So that wasn't a good thing. And then, um, you know, that's basically it. Like I had a best friend. And she's still my best friend to this day. And then she moved away around this time when, you know, I really needed someone. So that was like the worst moment for her to leave. I mean, it wasn't her fault. You know, like, I love you, Allison. <laughs> but yeah, like that affected me because I didn't have anyone else to go to. And then she was far away. So I couldn't like run to her to like talk about this stuff in person. I mean, we still texted and like iMessage and stuff like that. But I mean, it was, it's not the same feeling as, like, actually being, like, there with the person, you know? So then that that kind of uh, affected me, where I was just like, yeah, I don't have anyone to go to. The school just sent me to a psych ward at that time, like, during those years. So that didn't help with my depression and my shyness and all that at the time, since everyone thought I was going to kill myself, even though I never said that I was suicidal. And then, although I didn't have suicidal thoughts, I just didn't want to admit it to anyone because... um obviously you go you get sent to a psych ward and I don't think I was actually going to go through with any plans to actually commit suicide I was just like it wasn't even like I wanted to kill myself it was more of I just want to kind of like float away and like forget about the world for a day and then come back which I mean kind of sounds suicidal so I guess it counts but luckily I didn't do anything stupid and that's thankfully for Allison I bless her heart she really did help a lot um so yeah I was this person that was just God, I look back at this person. I'm like, what happened to you? 
honestly like it, it makes me cringe now looking at this at this kid i look at photos of myself and i'm like why did i do that like why did i let myself go that badly why didn't i manage to like improve sooner or at least like try to like actually fight for something like fight for being me again you know so that was horrible and then like it didn't help that like since you know obviously since there was a lot of domestic violence in my household my parents got divorced they separated but it was very nasty i was homeless um i remember like being in my mom's car like sleeping for almost like half a year i think at this point if i remember right yeah it was like half a year we were just like and then it was like during winter so it was like cold uh no food you know homeless it was very rough so yeah i i I was just like i'm done with the world i'm done with people i hate people i don't want anyone to talk to me so yeah that was pretty rough but then finally you know we let that happen i turned 18 i graduate high school i don't know how i managed to do it honestly because i was just a mess but i did it i graduated high school i was like okay um i signed up for school you know university i go I was like, I'm not ready. I actually wanted to take a break, but then my mom was like, no, you have to go. Like, you're going to be a failure if you don't. And that's that's part of the reason we're going to get into this later, why I left Virginia. But, you know, I go to school. I met this girl, not going to say her name, but uh, I she was my friend. Like, we would hang out and stuff. And I was like, okay. And, like, she made me come out a bit out of my shell, even though I was still very nervous and stuff. Just, like, going on in general since I didn't really do it that much. Um, and it, it, it went well until finally, um, I, if I remember she dropped out from that school. So then I was alone again, but then I also had this like big urge. And then this is like the next like part where I just kind of changed. It was really interesting actually. And I'll get more into it after this break. So we actually do have a sponsor for this podcast, which is very surprising considering that only a couple of people actually listen to it. So let me just get into that sponsor right now. And then we'll get back into the show. Okay, so back back, back on the episode. Let's see. Uh, we left off on talking about the biggest change that really happened to me. So the thing is, I wasn't very satisfied being at home. Much less being living with my mom. Uh, you know, going to school there. I was just kind of disappointed in myself. And I was like, I don't want this. So Allison, at the time, I remember I was talking to her and I was like, yeah, like, I just want to, like, leave. I remember telling her I just want to go somewhere, somewhere new, live somewhere else and just kind of, you know, leave the past behind. And I remember she told me, like, why don't you just, like, try over here? Like, you should come visit. And I was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Why not? Let's do it. So I remember I, I, I bought a flight for, like, a week, I think. Yeah, like a week to seattle and i was like maybe i'll give that place a shot i was like it's it's far away it's literally on the other side of the country i don't have to worry about anyone i don't know anyone the only person i know there really is allison and i was like why not and let me tell you it was the best decision i ever made in my life honestly i i remember i went and i visited uw and i was like wow this is this is incredible like this school is great it looks beautiful like the curriculum looks great like the city itself like seattle like the space needle then you got like all the different districts and just like the whole vibe of it like the style like the fashion of it i was like i am digging this and i was just like yeah i have to come here so i remember like i signed up like i transferred and i got accepted and i was like yeah like this is it like we're leaving 
and then obviously I, I visited Allison and that was like one of the best things that you know like being being able to see someone that you've missed for such a long time after they left Virginia was definitely emotional for me but luckily I got to see her again and you know I was like yeah I'm, I'm coming I'm coming to Seattle so I did I remember I just packed my car you know August came it was time to leave or at least I had like my own apartment ready to be like uh, moved into and I remember I was just packing my car and I remember I told my mom I was like listen I'm I'm leaving and then she said what are you doing I was like I- I'm leaving I'm leaving to to Seattle and she was like no you're not like what are you talking about I was like yeah then I just showed her like the acceptance letter that I got and I was like I'm 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 going I'm I'm leaving towards Seattle I'm I'm not I don't think I'm coming back and I was like I'm I'm just leaving I need something new I need something better in my life which is really strange considering that you know, I, I talked about how I was like shy and I, I just didn't really do anything. Like I was just kind of there, like I wasn't really doing much. So it was, it was strange, honestly, just making decisions for myself again. So I don't know where that came from, you know, honestly, but it was definitely one of the best decisions I made in my life. It took me about a week to get there, if I remember, somewhere around there. I remember, I, yeah, it was a long drive. I went through like Maryland. I think I went through like parts of West Virginia for some reason um, Ohio, like Indiana, I, North, no, South Dakota, Montana, all that stuff, like, it was, like, a crazy trip, and I had, I had lots of adventures on that trip, and I guess I'll save that for another episode of, like, crazy stuff that's happened in my life, honestly, but eventually I get there, I settle into my apartment, and I was just, like, living life, but I was also scared, because, let me tell you, this was the first time that I was truly on my own, and, you know, I, I was not living with my mom anymore, I, you know, I was just gone, like, I'm by myself, I have to, you know, obviously, I had finances, but I was like, I have to get a job to be able to support myself here, and the worst part, or at least, like, the scariest part at the time, and I remember I just kept on thinking to myself, I was like, okay, Brian, like, you have to be social, like, you have to talk, you have to do this, because this is literally, like, some somewhere new, you don't know anyone, no one knows you, you know, it's a fresh start, no one has to know about your past, no one has to know about who you were, you can just be you again, and no one's gonna judge you, which is very strange, because I, I was not thinking like that before, at least when I was home, I was like, man, everyone's judging me here, but as soon as I, I, I just completely went somewhere new, somewhere unknown, I was just having all these, like, encouraging thoughts, and I remember, like, in my math class, you know, the the quarters started because they do a quarter system. And I go to my math class, and I was about, like, five minutes late on my first day. I know. I was really, really prepared for that. Um, I sit down at this table, and I remember um, there was this girl there. And then, like, the, prof- the professor was just like, oh, yeah, like, do you guys remember this from, like, previous, like, math courses, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at math. I would say I'm a math person, so I was just like, oh, yeah, like, that's blah, 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 like, this is blah, 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 and then the girl next to me was just like, oh, hey, like, you seem, you know your stuff, like, like, I, I really don't understand this stuff, you mind if, like, sometimes, like, I ask you for help, and I was like, yeah, sure, why not, and I was like, sure, but then she was like, yeah, you're not from here, are you, and I was like, well, no, I mean, it's a pretty big school, and I was like, no, I'm out of state, and then she was like, yeah, you definitely don't have, like, an an accent that I recognize, and then she was like, where are you from, and I was like, oh yeah, from DC, like the other Washington, 
and she was like oh yeah here's my number she just gave me her number and she's like call me becca and you know she really hit me up and i was like okay and then i was like oh that's strange and i was like people want to be friends with me like i wasn't used to having that anymore you know so it was like very weird I remember, you know, I, I wrote down her number on my phone and I just texted her and I was like, hey, like, do you need, she was really, oh yeah, you just want to hang? And then I was like, okay, why not? And then, you know, we got to talking and we were like, oh wow, like we have like similar things in common and all that. And we just quickly, and I say very quickly, became like very best friends, like super close friends. Like we were hanging out every single day. Like it was great. And then the, the best part is with her she made me come out of my shell again. Becca was definitely very, um, not vulgar, but, you know, like, she was just, like, she would say what was on her mind, and she would just say it out loud. So she would just be like, oh, man, like, and, like, cost her, like, say some, like, really, like, vulgar stuff, and then I would just, like, laugh, and then I'd, like, join in on her and stuff like that, and then I was just, like, open again. You know, like, I was just, like, saying, and, like, I remember, like, I had, I said, like, a vaccine joke one time. She just busted out laughing when I said that. I mean, I haven't said a vaccine joke um, in a while, honestly, because it's pretty dark. But, yeah, like, I was like, wow, like, I'm, I'm funny. Like, I was like, I can make people laugh. So then that happened, and we were just close friends. And I guess it was, like, the one true friend that I, that I had in a while, honestly. And I, I, I can't say, I mean... I'll say this. It was like the first time in a while at that time that I felt like it was like a true friendship and not just, you know, like something f- beneficial for her, you know, or like for me where it was like, oh, you know, I know math. So she was going to just use me f- for her math homework or something like it wasn't like that. Like I remember I had my car and then even then she would just be like, hey, like let's hop in my car. Let's go, you know, like somewhere like two hours away. Let's go. And I was like, okay, why not? We would just literally go out there to like eat a burger or something like walk. I, I honestly forgot where it was. And then we would just do that on the daily. Like, you know, when I would leave to like go visit some people like back home or something, like she would pick me up from the airport and she never was like, oh, you owe me gas money. Like she would do it from like the actual bottom of her heart. We would just like hang out. Like I would help her with Spanish too, since she was taking Spanish and it was just great like it's honestly one of like the best friendships I've ever I've ever had in my life honestly and I I thank her really for making me open up again and kind of making me come out of my shell again so that was like one of the biggest changes I had again in my life was having like a genuine friendship like that and then there was like the crazy stuff I mean I'll never forget the time she took me to a sex store in uh the middle of the night it was probably like 10 o'clock just to like go try out like different flavors of lube and stuff it was like it was like the 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 weirdest and the stupidest thing i've ever done but it was like so much fun just because it was her you know like it was great like i'll never have a best friend like that ever again honestly i think so then there was that and the unfortunate part was definitely having to leave seattle just because i was working two jobs to be able to afford where i was living at because mind you i you know i had the, the apartment but then i also had the um you know, my car to worry about, car insurance, you know, I I renewed the registration on it, so that was pretty expensive since I renewed it for, like, three years, since it was cheaper to do it that way anyways, and then it got overwhelming, because, you know, I had to get food, obviously, for myself, you know, utilities, stuff like that, so it added up, so then I had no time to actually hang out with, like, Beck and other people, so then my mom convinced me to come back with her, and I was like, fine, I'll do it, let me just finish, like, this last like spring quarter or whatever 
so I did you know I passed all my classes like it was great like it was like a redemption of myself compared to who I was in high school but I came back and then that was like instant regret like I I hated it like it was like I went from being like this like social like popular person again to just being like shut in not doing anything and I was just like full of hate when I came back to Virginia and like DC and all that so it was not a good move and then obviously that year um I was like just looking to leave I was like I don't want to be here I'm not I'm not gonna fall back into this stuff I was like I know I can do better so then that's when um Grand Canyon University was like hey like we'll give you like this amount of like scholarships if you come to our school and I, I did meet one of their counselors over there while I was at uh while I was in Seattle so I was like okay like they flew me out obviously they had that transferred like discover experience so I did that I came here I was like okay I dig it like it's it's a pretty nice school like Arizona's kind of hot but whatever I can handle that and you know obviously they accepted me I transferred and then I was like okay I'm leaving I'm leaving home again and then I did it I was like okay like we're gone boom we're out of here so now I'm here now, I got a lot to discuss about GCU, honestly, and I guess the, uh, that'll be part two of this, but GCU has definitely been one of the biggest changes for my life in a long time as well. I've met, I've met great people here, honestly. I, I've met some amazing people here, some good friends, some people that I can, I can say, like, yeah, uh, we'll definitely, like, always be in touch, you know? And then, obviously, I you know, I, I got a job here too. And it was like an easier workload and stuff like that. I, I lost a significant amount of weight. I had my hair blonde now for God's sake. Like I look completely different than who I was when I came into this school a year ago. Honestly, like I look at the pictures and you're going to see that on my Instagram posts eventually give it time. It's a big difference. Like, honestly, I don't even recognize that, that person that came into the school like a year ago. Cause I do not look like that anymore. And I'm so happy that I don't look like that anymore. So I'll definitely keep that in for the next episode. So I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this. If you actually did listen to this thing in its entirety. You know what? I'll do this. If you listen to this whole thing, just send me like an emoji through like text or like through like Instagram or Snapchat. So I know you actually did this because that'd be really cool if you did. And then just for supporting me in general, because honestly, I've had so much support from different people here that it's just too many names really to like give a shout out to. So, I mean, I'll do it eventually, but I'll, I'll let me think of some names, honestly, off the top of my head. I mean, I remember this guy, Eli, he was a pretty cool dude. Met him during like the Discover thing. Um, you should hit me up again, dude, when you come back, if you're coming back. I don't know. Um, and then at work, amazing people that I met at work, honestly, like, um, Alyssa is definitely a shout out to you if you listen to this, cause you are definitely a great person to be around and, you know, like helping me out with like, if I should stay or like go and all that, you're definitely being a, uh, a blessing. And then like Shay and other people like that at work. So it's, it's been, it's been great. Honestly, it's been like the biggest change to to brian since i was like call me b Ryan, honestly so we'll definitely get in touch more with that with gcu in general so thank you for listening this is dorm life the very first episode of season three and and just the first episode in, in a while probably since like october of last year so 
yeah thanks for listening and have a good day have a good night whenever you're listening to it so thank you for tuning in and see you later